Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm into it. It's so good. It like it goes on in the live performance. Holly posted it. You can was, was he in that band Fun? Yes, yes, yes he yes, was. Yes, he was. And he dated Lena Dunham. Yeah, yeah and he he's like a really talented guy. But the band was so excited to be there, and I just he is not wearing his glasses anymore. And I just thought, I, I see. I, I bleachers. Would you please put Minneapolis St. Paul on the list? I am going to buy a ticket. For sure. All right. Because they, they have a lot of great songs. Right. They do. They have a lot of great songs. But that, if you need a new song, a new banger for your playlist, There's you one. can jump around and dance or free. screw or oh, play guitar, pretend saxophone. Like, there's a lot. That song, like, I would pl- I play a song like that with my nephews, and everyone had to play an instrument mm-hmm. when we'd be driving somewhere Rocco. So I'd have these three boys, okay. and, like, how do you keep them talking to you? So they each had, like, a song they liked. Like, one was Jet, Will You Be My Girl? Because that's a... Yeah, it's kind of a guitar, yeah, guitar-friendly Mr. song. Mr. Brightsides. Oh, yeah. And uh, mine, of course, would be uh, uh, always changing, Julia, because I was the driver. Right. But you had to play your instrument that you thought made up the song. So either drumming and we would just go crazy. It was such a fun card game. But you need a banger like that. You need a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Hollywood. 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 I was very happy that CBS this morning decided to do just... Give us a little overview of this huge news. That was another thing, Rocco, that you missed. Amazon is buying the legendary movie studio, MGM, in a blockbuster deal, $8.4 billion. Oh, my gosh. People think Amazon overpaid for it. There's speculation Bezos just bought MGM so he'd have access to The Apprentice, but we don't know if that's just uh, all the tapes and un. Seen footage. Uh, he doesn't like Donald Trump. Yeah, and uh, anyway, but CBS just had a good, pretty yep. good business and Hollywood explanation, so I thought we could listen to this. Amazon is buying the legendary movie studio MGM in a blockbuster deal that brings James Bond to Amazon's streaming service. The studio will cost the online retail giant more than $8.4 billion with a B. Now, this deal includes its catalog of more than 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows. Wow. Our lead national correspondent, that's David Begnos in Los Angeles, with more on the story. David. Good morning to you. How do you think this is going to change the entertainment business? What's the word? Well, good morning, my friend. Look, it means that people without Amazon Prime are going to have to buy another subscription. This is the latest move in the so-called streaming wars, where streaming services are spending more and more on film libraries and big franchises. 
to lure people like you and I in. But at the end of the day, Shaw says Amazon's move comes down to one thing. The truth is, is that they're buying a movie studio still to sell you groceries. They want you to, to get their video service because it means you're paying for Prime and you're more likely to buy, you know, groceries and toilet paper and things like that. Its main business is still being a retailer, still selling you stuff. And as companies like Amazon snatch up more exclusive content, it leaves consumers scrambling just to keep up. To try to find everything you'd want to watch, you're probably going to pay for five, six, seven services. But is that sustainable? Long term, it's, it's hard to say. And some people are probably hoping that you're going to package a bunch of those services back together and, and buy something that looks a lot like the old cable bundle. Isn't that what we're trying oh to get gosh. away from? You know, you think it's something bad and then you realize you missed it when you don't have it. That's funny because right mm-hmm. when you said that, that's what that's when the the morning guy said the same thing. He's like, "Isn't that what we're supposed to be getting away from?" Yeah, but we're not. That's what it's going to be. Say say that to me though in ba- back in English. In, well, like, basically, I missed something. Okay, well, basically was, with the gobbling up of all these things, like yes. the, like what the good thing for people who get Amazon, they're going to have access to like a TV. A streaming service that didn't take off, but has some incredibly great. Bosh, bosh. No, no, no. I oh. am people prescribe, but the, under the MGM epics, okay. oh, right. for example. Oh, so we're going to get that now, finally? Yes, that's Condor and The Godfather of Harlem. There's some right. really, really good programming. Also, the show Get Shorty is on Epics, which it was one of the best uh, shows ever the one, the tv series with ray romano so but epics it, it was hard to figure out how to get it and everything sure. so now that's part of that so then it'll be part of the amazon so amazon will just have more so if you don't have amazon you're going to have oh, you got a little bit more incentive and sure. just the fact that they've got 4000 movies and 17000 shows that means MGM isn't going to be licensing to anybody, you know. So yeah, I it's, got it. uh, and that's what they want is they want people to do. So that's wants world domination. Well, not only that, but it'll go back to like the old cable thing that we bought. You had to decide between this package and this mm-hmm. package, depending on what did you want Showtime and HBO or did you want, you know, I know. Right now I just have because you got Discovery yeah. Plus and all that oh. programming. And I haven't. Has anyone watched that Discovery Plus? You know what? I, I want to see Patrick's show so bad. You know me. I yeah. have never been. Um, I see. I would. Do you know anyone who bought it? Though? No, I don't. I, I do know people. Do they love it? Yes, they like see? it. And they think it's worth the six ninety nine. Because yeah. I think because if you like all those. If they you took like them that, all off HGTV. I mean, they're taking everything off yes, cable and putting yes, it on the papers. Yes, yes. Pay-per-view. So we'll, we'll keep her. But I thought that was uh, interesting that, you know, the business take on it is that they're, they just want to move more Amazon. Mm-hmm. But they do spend money on their um, shows. I think they have a, a lot of great shows. And like I think you said it, yesterday, it's all HD. It's it top really, notch. You know? Kind of like watching. I don't know yeah. what it is. I, I agree. I the it's just kind of nice stuff. It's um, nice stuff. All right. Um, yes, dear. So I guess Disney Cruella may be in trouble at the box. Office. Oh, it's not going to be good. No, people love it. Okay, but why would it be in trouble? Well, I want to um, go see this. Um, so Fandango, you yes, can go yes. to Fandango and see what are the movies everybody's looking at. What are the movies? Quiet Place too. A quiet Place. Then they're looking, when does Fast and Furious open? 
And when does Black Widow open? That's July 9th. Fast and Furious, by the way, June 25th. Quiet Place tomorrow. The Suicide Squad opening August 6th. And Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which opens September 3rd. Cruella wasn't on that list at all. And this was just done yesterday. Oh, okay. So there's not a lot of awareness out there for Cruella. Well, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus, So there will be a lot of viewing there. But But it is booked into 3,000 theaters starting tonight. See, I think they're going to get it because because people are going to want to leave their house and go have the movie experience. Well, we'll see. He and Roger Freeman, and it's very entertaining. The actors are terrific. The sets, the production. They spent so much money. On the music to set the stage. Oh, you were going to tell us about the the soundtrack. Yeah, the 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 soundtrack is incredible. Um, the Roger Friedman estimate from the sets, the costumes, the special effects, and the music. This looks like a two hundred million dollar movie. Mm. And then he went and looked, and he's like, you know, there's no advanced ticket sales, and for many places, you have to buy advanced ticket sales for all this stuff. Anyway, but I guess because they're propelling the movie from the 60s to modern-day London, so you use music for that. Listen to some of the uh, some of the music. Well, Florence and the Marine Machine wrote an original. Okay. Super Tramp, Bee Gees. Oh, yeah, Super Tramp. Uh, Doors, Fire by Ohio Players, Whole Lot of Love, Ike and Tina Turner, Living Thing, ELO. Um, Stone Cold Crazy Queen, One Way or Another, Blondie, Should I Stay or Should I Go, The Clash, um, Come Together, Ike and Tina Turner, and that, so people are like, I the think, guard, Guardians of the Galaxy, that was such a great, eclectic yeah. um, music list, so anyway, Roger is worried. Well, it's two hours and 14 minutes long, first of all. Well, that isn't it. It's I don't know if it's a matter of seeing at home or um, it's just a little too early or, or maybe we everyone... want to see scary. Well, okay, but, but you know, if you're going I would, to... Movie... I would go to this movie this weekend if I was home. Yeah, you know? it's going to kind of be a weird weekend here. It sounds Weather-wise. like... I mean, the reviews yeah. are really good. I don't know, and I'm I'm Lori Vaccini, uh, so I don't <laughs> have any fear about going into a movie theater mm-hmm. with uh, Mr. Vaccini. You're so funny. The vaccinis, tables for two. Well, table for two. Rocco vaccinis. is Rocco Vaccinello, but he's not all the way vaccinating the family. What would I be? Well, you have a difficult one. I have one. a difficult Vax. name. Blah. I'm just, a, I'm, I'm just a cop. Julia Vax. Julia Va- Vax. Mm-hmm. Julia, it's a bad one. It's not good, but you Vax, know. Vaxula or like no, Vax- I really don't have a good one. Julia V, V with, you know, what the victor is. Oh, Virgo the Virgin. There we go. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Boy, hot gossip day. Oh, a hot gossip day. You know what? We're going to start with some hot gossip concerning Lisa Marie Presley and Michael Lockwood. They are officially divorced. Oh, another one that we have. Taking a long time. A wow. And a lot of bad allegations there. Woof. Yeah. You know, we've been talking about this for five years because Lisa Marie Presley and Michael Lockwood, uh, she filed for divorce in 2016, 10 years after they got married. Then in 2017, if you recall, their daughters ended up in state custody, but court papers filed at the time didn't explain why. Mm -hmm. However, Presley did accuse Lockwood of having 
child pornography in his computer, an allegation that he and his attorney denied. Now, Presley requested primary custody of their children in the fall of 2018, but following the 2020 uh, suicide of her son, Benjamin Lockwood, petitioned for custody. So this has been going back and forth. Oh. Yeah, just What happened? What has happened? Um, well... Uh, they have this. Let's see. What? How have they settled this? Now, uh, I just know that Us Weekly is confirming that it has been settled. Uh, I don't have the official terms of the divorce in front wow. of me. Uh, but yeah, that was he just, accused her of drinking. That was another ugly one that's been going on five years. It's not just Brad and Angelina. We forget. And then it was so terrible when her son took his life. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, all that oh. we know right now today, as of yesterday, a judge granted a dissolution of the marriage. Okay. They are deemed single. There are still ongoing issues, including child support, financial disclosures, oh. alleged misappropriation of properties and attorney's fees and costs. So they, yeah, they it's, really, a, it's a bifurcation. It's not, yeah. the, this so is the they're behind way. Brad and Angelina because yeah. they got bifurcated like Wait, a year yeah, after they, they split up. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it is just these divorces wow. go on and on and on and mm. get so, so... Feel for those girls. They lived with their grandma for a while. Because Lisa Marie has struggled with her addictions. Mm, Yes. And and maybe depression. Yeah, I know. I I don't know if she's been out loud about that. Uh, Let's go to Bill Cosby. Speaking of celebrity justice, page six reporting that a Pennsylvania parole board denied Bill Cosby's bid to be released from prison earlier this month Mm. because he refused to complete a therapy program for violent sex offenders. (sighs) What a fool. What a f- right. Yeah. So Maybe he's afraid he can't pass it. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, yeah. Pretty pretty violent sexual offender old Bill Cosby was. Yes, yes, yes. So this happened on May 11th. A spokesperson for the parole board told uh, Page Six. And uh, they're saying that it wasn't because, not only because of not doing this therapy session, but the board denied Bill Cosby's parole for another bunch of reasons, including his failure to complete that treatment program and that uh, he got a negative review from the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. So it seems that Bill Cosby was not being cooperative with the authorities. Why? I mean, maybe he likes it in prison. I don't know. Yeah. You'd think you'd want to do it if you're like... You'd do anything to get out. Right, right. Well, you know, he had been putting in <laughs> Maybe these Camille people. was like, stay there. Stay right. there. Be the king over there. You're not going to be the king here. Yeah. Remember, Bill Cosby has been given a three to ten year sentence in September of 2018 oh. after being convicted. So interestingly enough, his spokesperson was like, we knew that he was going to be rejected. And he called the spokesperson and told him that if he didn't take the course, he would be denied. So Bill Cosby knew that. If he wanted to be put out on parole or have the possibility of that, he had to complete these courses. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's move on to more celebrity justice adjacent news. Kim Kardashian denied. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lying allegations that she stiffed her former maintenance staff out of wages and treated them badly. So she addressed these allegations while she was getting a mani-pedi on Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. I saw yeah. this happen last night in that, real time. That is just oh, so wrong. She's like, I'm getting my nails done. Why don't you ask me anything? And so people were asking her about a lot of different things, including these allegations. So she said... I respect people for their time and their hard work. And unfortunately, these workers are suing the wrong person. Kim Kardashian wrote, she said, I paid the vendor and it's their job to pay their staff. I hope that they are able to get this resolved soon. Yeah. So the plaintiffs are claiming that Kim Kardashian was late with their pay, refused to pay them overtime. She says long, lawn and stone and flamingo services. did. <laughs> she paid them. Yeah. Right. 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 So that's what's happening that's, in this yeah, lawsuit. Well, geez, so, bummer for the workers. Yeah. Bummer for the workers. So hopefully whoever their employer was, uh, seemingly not Kim Kardashian, that they can get all of this settled here. So we will go back to some of the more hot gossip that was talked about in the three o'clock hour here on Lori and Julia. This exclusive from the Daily Mail saying that Johnny Depp's legal battle against the American Civil Liberties Union is heating up after emails have revealed that the ACLU's staff wrote Amber Heard's domestic violent op-ed in the Washington Post. This is I really feel like this is shocking news. Yeah, so emails Obtained by the Daily Mail suggests that Amber Heard had minimal input in her Washington Post op-ed. Doc- well, it's- and, and it's also also the other thing, um, and and apparently his her attorney was very nervous about it, but that that they were co-conspirators with her, and he they have by tomorrow to show the proof that she gave three point five million, right? Right. Because she had publicly pledged that. And then when she became the ambassador for women's right, which is an interesting choice for that by the ACLU, since she had already been convicted of hitting a girlfriend, punching a girlfriend. Right. She has. To right. be the person. And they are like, oh, Johnny Depp, oh, I don't know. It all just smells now. It's like smells, a setup. It's bad. It, it smells, smells like, like a setup. A setup. Yeah. yeah. You know, there is something a foot here in all of this story. So, you know, the Daily Mail is talking about how this op-ed went through multiple legal revisions. And like you said, Lori, Amber Heard's lawyer was anxious not to mention Johnny Depp's name specifically in this. But we all know who she was yes, talking about. We, we all did. Everyone mm-hmm. knew because it was seven seven months later. Yeah. yeah. So Johnny Depp's attorney is telling the Daily Mail that these emails prove that the ACLU wrote Amber Heard's quote, false op-ed for her and were co-conspirators from the start. Because the ACLU is in a, a tricky wicket here, mm-hmm, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Now, I and, you know, there are also uh, donations to Children's Hospital LA. I know that Johnny Depp's people have also been trying to find subpoenaed the receipts, them. subpoenaed mm-hmm. them and looking for the receipts, being like, well, did you actually receive these donations from Amber right. Heard? Because she did stage her photo op with uh, TMZ. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And the stage thing was looking like she had a black eye. Yeah. 
Yes. There was a lot of... Um, there was a lot of tricky stuff going on with her. <sighs> oh, boy. We just wish Johnny hadn't sued for libel for that per- that Dan Wooten column, and he just stuck with his defamation of the Washington Post op-ed. Yeah, because now the British courts have ruled that... Oh, and they have a different standard, and then yep. we learned all this about what a terribly toxic, terrible, awful relationship they had, and they were both completely awful to each other. Yeah, we had the gelato win the pants. Yeah, oh, it just that was so just much was so bad. <laughs> it was but, so unfortunate. But I guess this is why he's been fighting so hard, is that he has, feel, has felt that he's been set up, and... Everyone knew he was seven months later, and I, we were like, oh my God, okay, she's saying, she's not saying his name, but we all know who she's referring to, what the relationship is. Yeah, it was like she was saying, Shmani Bep. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, we could all read between the lines in that, so it'll be interesting how this court case will resolve itself. Will it be going to trial? Will they be able to reach a settlement with these receipts that Johnny Depp's people have? That's right. Because if if that is the case, I don't know if Amber Heard's going to want to go through this in the court. I don't think so. I don't think uh, well, so. tomorrow we'll have to be watching for this story, Holly. Yes. All right. Eyes open. All right. Eyes open. Traffic on. Traffic on. <laughs> You're welcome. Traffic is on today because... All right, everybody. What do, uh, oh, theories. Julia, I've got a theory, and you're going to love this theory, I think, because I, I you know. You didn't make it you're up? Gonna, it's for real? Well, all my theories are based on a study or research or something. Every once in a while, I just pull one out of the air that is just my own personal theory. Yep. But this is not one of them. So, for the first time ever, you know how there are people who really, literally... Get upset, cannot stand the sound of chewing or loud breathing. Oh, it's yes. It upsets yeah. them. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. And people, are- it's called misophonia. And um, scientists for the first, they like, they physically need to flee. That sound triggers them. Right, okay. okay? And um, and you think, oh, you know what? Yeah, so, right. um Anyway, uh, what they found, this is from, let me just give you my university. Newcastle University, for the first time, has made the connection in the brain that's been identified for this conditions. And they found that people who have misophonia have increased connectivity between the brain's auditory cortex and motor control areas related to the mouth, throat, and face. And they find that their findings indicated that for people with misophonia, kind of love saying that, there's an abnormal communication between your hearing and your motor brain regions. It's like a super sensitized connection. Weird. It sounds so much louder. It it, It doesn't sound the same to anyone else except someone else with misophonia. It's not in your head. Hmm. It isn't. Okay. I definitely cannot stand hearing people chew and crunch stuff. Yeah. Did you have an intense physical or emotional reaction (laughs) that others might say, why are you so over the top about eating? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think my wife, I sometimes, I tell my wife to get away and she's like, what's your problem? Right. Why are you being such a jerk? I'm like, I, eh. 
You've yeah, gotta get away you from. have a super sensitized brain connection, <laughs> okay, Rocco. Okay, I'll tell her that. And it isn't, and I'll even give you this damn thing. You can't help it. You just have, like, it's like this, you know, like a, it's just, you know, you're blessed or cursed with that, but you're not being over the top like a lot of people will accuse you of. Right. Like when people, I remember you would sometimes come in to Carlson. <sighs> My husband breathed so loud last night because he had a cold. <laughs> no, he had allergies. Allergies or whatever. But like that would sometimes you would just go, oh, my God. And I would go, Julia, do you think you're overreacting? But you do kind of have supersonic hearing I, and smell. I, I do. And so you have a sensitivity, you know. I do. About So you might have I a supersized connection, too. Yeah, I don't like. You can't help it. No. This is just how your brain works. And for the first time ever, science has proved that this is, is not in your head. This, you're not being over I'm the not top. Crazy. All right, that's good. So you can just say, right. I can't help but it. I got But let's say, so Julia, do you have, you have the breathing thing, but not the crunching thing? And I have the. No, if I hear, if I'm going to hear someone chew with their mouth open and crunch, I'm like, excuse me. I can't handle when people chomp on gum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, that's oh. crazy. No, I, I don't like those things very okay. much. Okay. I don't think I'll I, laugh I don't think if you I'm on the breathing though. thing. What? I don't think the breathing. No, thing that was much just because of the allergies, and you know, you know, I had little kids, and, if, and not you know, sleeping. Dinner, you're not yeah, a sleeper. You're just. And all I just of that. It was a period in my life I was just crabby. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but you've never liked someone to breathe loud. No, no. I really don't like that. Mm-hmm. Why is he breathing so loud? Why is she such a heavy breather? <laughs> you know. You have a supersized, uh, sensitized brain connection there. So anyway, it's real, people. It is. Okay. It is. Now, have you ever heard the famous quote, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to get its pants on? Yes. No, but I've heard it in different ways. But that is true about everything we talked about today. Yeah, and Rocco, you've heard it this way. A lie gets halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to get its pants on. Yeah, I feel like it's come up in politics over the last, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here, this is so interesting. So researchers from the Center for uh, Countering Digital Hate say that, of course, we all know in the digital age, you know, conspiracy, misinformation can reach millions of people on social media platforms yeah. before they can remove them from exactly. view, review yes. and with incorrect information. People think, oh, there's just millions, countless people, hundreds of thousands of people perpetuating and spreading this. Okay. When it comes to COVID-19 How vaccine many? conspiracies, there's got to be gazillions. Twelve. Twelve. Listen to this. 12 or people or organizations. Now, this are responsible for circulating nearly, nearly two-thirds of the vaccine content. They? I'll tell you, the world sees on social media. Despite their promises to remove accounts and posts spreading COVID misinformation, the study finds social media CEOs have not taken action against these individuals. And... Um, so they an- they analyzed um, anti-vaccine posts shared on Facebook and Twitter over 812 times, thousand times between February 1st and March 16th. 
65% of the material came from 12 of the most prominent anti-vaccine voices today. This is a group which includes entrepreneurs, physicians, okay. Robert Kennedy. I know. You know? Yep. And uh, they, the researchers call him the dis... Robert Kennedy. Junior, sorry. The disinformation dozen is what they call them. Oh, so it's Robert F. Kennedy Jr., entrepreneurs Joseph Mercola, Ty and Charlene Bollinger, Kelly Brogan, Drs. Sherry Tenpenny, Rashid Butter, and Christiane Northrup, and also... Um, Making the list of influential people that are circulating the misinformation are then three or excuse me, one like five individuals. And on Facebook alone, these 12 sources are the group responsible for 73% of the anti vax content. Well, they've got a good machine going there, don't they? And in fact, as of April 25th, 10 of the 12 were still on Facebook and Twitter. And they live in full view on the public, yeah, and right. um, it's it's kind of they just wanted to see like how is where is this coming from? How is this spreading? Just twelve people. That's amazing that they have that reach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, there you go. Just twelve anti-vaxxers are responsible for all this vaccine conspiracy theory nonsense. Um, here's a theory, Julia. Do you think adults act compassionately and more generously when children are around? Absolutely. Yeah. Usually they soften you. Well, you look at the nothing so serious, and you're you're. You, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's just a yes. That's a study of die. I would think. Well, maybe it is a study of da, but usually the older and more experienced in society educate the young one. However, that doesn't mean the children don't have wisdom to go. And they're like, what do children bring when they are around adults? That was the reverse. Mm-hmm. study that they just wanted to do because we're right. always, so anyway they just this was from the university of uh, cardiff university i think that's in wherever that is england in, Car- in cardedonia no in, in <laughs> england because it's also the university of bath i loved bath yeah um they find that adults are more generous and twice as likely to make a Charitable donation when the presence of children. Oh, I would. So for the next project down and dirty, we must get children. children. Well, no, and also if, to if, be if around kid, us, you know, if a kid comes to your door, you're going to yes. buy something from them. I, I'm a yes, I'm a sucker for that. Who another, is it? Yeah, yeah. Another field study revealed that adults are more likely um, to make a charity donation on the street when more children are around the adult with no children present adult pedestrians will donate once every 10 minutes but when you've got kids and adults two adults every 10 minutes because the kids pressure you yeah they do it motivates people to yeah. act more generously i believe, I totally believe this the showing the importance of children for compassionate behavior in society provides a much bigger glimpse of their impact Children are indirectly dependent on how adults behave towards each other and towards the planet, yet children are also separated from many adult environments of blah, blah, blah. blah, blah so they blah. just motivate people. This was in the social, psychological, and personality science. And let me tell you how long it took me to you know, dumb that down. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> but I would just say yes. Yeah. Okay, it could have been. A yeah. That, so when was... we come back, you guys, I got to ask you if you think that this is an okay thing. It's the, it's kind of the first of its kind, and it's going to be happening this weekend at the French Open. 
All right. So I want to, you guys to weigh in on it. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Yeah, sing it, Bieber. Okay, so, mm-hmm. you know, French Open is starting yes. this weekend. So one of the stars in the number three seed is Naomi Osaka, and she has won, she might even be the number one, oh, number two. Um, she has decided this and um, posted it today on Twitter, and she says, I'm just not going to... S- um, let me see exactly what she okay. she said. But basically, the gist of it is, she's not going to subject herself to people that doubt her, and she's not going to partake in any of the press at the competition, which begins this Sunday in Paris, for the sake of mental health. For the French Open. Yep. And so it doesn't start till Sunday. Okay. And so after tennis matches, the winner will. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Always come in and talk about how they did, how they didn't do. They really don't talk to the losers. They just talk to the winners. And she's always well, she been, doesn't have to worry about that. She never wins. She doesn't win on clay. She's terrible. I know, play. but she's trying. Yeah, but and, she's and, terrible. And, and Serena got knocked out in the first round, and Roger Federer did in tennis matches in the last few weeks, and I'm worried that our people aren't going to go the distance. But she says, I've often felt that people have no regard for athletes' mental health, and this rings true oh. whenever I see a press conference or a particular one. You know, she is the shyest of shy. Oh, she is? Yes, we're often, we're often sitting there and ask questions that have been asked multiple times before or ask questions that bring doubt into our minds, and I'm just not going to subject myself pe- to people who doubt me. So she said, athletes' emotions often run high after competing, especially after not performing the way they would have liked, and she feels certain members of the media take advantage of that. She says, I've watched clips of many athletes breaking down after a loss in a press room. And I know, and I know you have as well. I believe the whole situation by kicking a person while they're down. And I don't understand the reason behind it, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, you know, the relationship for so long. We and saw, it's not just the winners who go back. The way the, the pro, they do. You, you have to, if she were to win, she, do you know how it works? The media part of the, they the, have to go to the press room right away. The, the top players have to do a certain amount of time mm-hmm. in the media conference room before the tournament and after each match, win or lose. Mm-hmm. The top people, they get fined if they don't do the media availability part of the job. And the fine changes depending on the tournament. Um, maybe they'll get fined 500 to 1000 for a small tournament. At the French Open, it's 20000 a time every time you skip the media after a match. Okay, so by coming out and saying this... What's, she, well, she'll still be if she were somehow to win three matches, and she's terrible on clay. This is her worst, so this mm-hmm. is maybe why she's doing this one. That would be eighty thousand dollars, which I know is a drop in the bucket considering right. the sponsorship right. money. But she, she's making. But here's the thing: a sports journalist job isn't to be a sycophant, a cheerleader, or a yes man or a woman. Lori, I'm well aware. I just want. But so I mean, I that's how, how I feel. So you think. I, wah, wah, wah. I mean, right. I'm sorry. This is just like part of your job. If it doesn't work for you and you're making, she's, she is one of the players, man. She's, I everyone she wants is. to get on the Naomi Osaka. She's making 
I think I did because I knew you wanted to talk about this. I like eighty percent of her money is sponsorship. Oh yeah, that's same. Roger Federer makes the most money still, and he, it's all sponsorship money. I mean, they all, but she still is number two seed. This isn't her. This she's isn't had her a surface. bad. Yeah, that's not her. Surface. No, but but Rock, she's making a calculation. She's not going to be in Paris right. that long. She's willing to be fine. <laughs> she doesn't care. About it, mm-hmm. you know, and she doesn't, maybe she's trying to change the system. I like, I didn't know that they had to There is that. a thing, they always go. I mean, no, it's, but every, if you're a top player, win or lose, right? I mean, maybe that is, seems like a screwed up system to I make them go and get fined no matter the tournament they play in. I mean, it's, I'm not going to worry about professional tennis, but it seems like excessive amount of so media. Like four, it's right. It's any if you yeah. even go. Here's what it says: even if you play in a smaller tournament and there's not huge interest in the player, you'll still get fined five hundred to thousand dollars for skipping press. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like you know maybe that is what she might have an issue with because I mean the reporters are the reporters. They're just going to say what I mean. Nobody is there to, you know, worry about your feelings. Well, one hundred percent. Why 100%. do you always choke on clay? Well, right. What is but, this so hard? But that is going to make her doubt herself. Well, we can't help it. Go collect I, your. Well, see, uh, Lori, I know. I'm just. Don't you feel the I same have way? Such mixed feelings about this. I really do, and I feel like. Come on, it's your job. But if she has the money to just pay the fines, she does. that's she's, basically she's got what the bleep she, you money, and that's what she's going to do. That's it. Yep. And you've seen in the Super Bowl where guys would just say, "I am here because I am contractually obligated." Yes, you know? maybe all the sports work that way. That's part and of the a lot deal. Of athletes have just learned to just. I mean, it's sp- athletes have always just had cliched answers. Yeah. Anyways, but now but, I think they've been coached to just not give anything well, away. Right. And think of how upsetting. I mean, Art, I'm just going to say the one time that we're kind of media, Lori and I, at this at the Screen Actor Guild mm-hmm. Awards, and someone wins a major. There's only five uh, major awards. Yeah. And they decide they don't want to talk to the media. We're it's, very upset. It's very upsetting. You yeah. sat back there. You waited for them. You've prepared questions for them sometimes, mm-hmm. and. You've been nervous about preparing questions. Yeah. Or, and no one shows or up. Or they do and come back and somebody asks some long meandering five parts. Well, and you want to hit them. Yeah, but I, I mean, you some. just really, it's it's part of the gig. And what this article I was just reading that has digested Naomi yeah. Osaka's statement says. Have they come to the same conclusion? Well, with the last year, um, a lot of people want to talk more directly to their fans. And. So, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I don't she's going to pay the fines. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she's going to pay the mm. fines. It's not, she's got the the money to she's do it. She's got the bleep you money, and, right. And whether they do something. But I don't think she's planning on being in Paris long. And that's yeah, I why agree with you. she could yeah. take this calculation now. Yeah. Because she's like, at least I don't have to answer why didn't, you know. Why, why didn't I practice more in clay? Yeah. Because she hasn't been in any of the clay stuff I've been watching. I mean, Serena showed up for one in Rome when she lost the first round. What makes it so hard to play in clay? Does it's, it bounce it's, less? Well, it's, you slide. You oh. slide. It's not like... Have you played on a play clay court? I've played in Florida on one. But, you, yeah. but I'm not... I don't know how to slide. But Got that it. would be if you knew how to do that. That's why, like, Nadal, who's a slide. Slider. So you use your body. I don't know. Rocco's a slider. Yes, I was like, anyway. All right. We're out of here. Have a good night, everybody.